Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, these fools out here quoting Joey Crack. Out here sounding like Fat Joe talking about yesterday's price is not today's price. The price just went up. You sound like your gas station right now. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Let's talk about this gas, but let's talk about overall inflation, hood politics, y'all. What's up, everybody? Y'all saying, I don't know why y'all ain't bought no scooters. Everybody out here with electric cars out here brunching, looking at y'all like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They looking at me, too. I got a hybrid, but still, because... Mm-hmm. Yo, I think sometimes we yelling at the wrong people over this thing. So today I want to get into some economic stuff. I want to talk about inflation. I want to talk about interest rates uh, and actually who and what is responsible for this uh, <laughs> outlandish gas prices. Because there's a lot of like. There's a lot of hot takes that are very lukewarm. There's a lot of just ice cold takes where it's like, you don't know what you're talking about. There's a lot of funny takes where it's like, oh, my girl wanted me to take her to like a really expensive place. And then he put her on a blindfold and then they get out at the gas station. And it's like, look, I'm taking you somewhere expensive. Yeah, I'm saying. But I think we don't have a complete understanding of really how these prices are set. Like, I don't know what in us thinks that. You know, you you yelling at the president like the president can. I mean, everybody's like the president, American president don't controls 
everybody's price. The price all over the dog all world. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Kendra got a song on the To Pimp a Butterfly record called How Much a Dollar Cost. And he's basically talking about like a dollar cost the price of your soul. That's kind of the idea of, of the song. But I want to talk to y'all like literally how much do a dollar cost? We're going to talk some bunch of economics in this one. Now, check this out. Uh, when I was getting my teaching credential for California um, to be able to teach high school in social sciences, the third part of the credentialing program to teach at the high school level was an economics test. And here's the thing. I failed that mug three times. And it's not because I think I've said this before plenty of times. It's not because I didn't know what I was talking about. I didn't know how to talk about what I was talking about. Does that make sense? I ain't understand these terms they was using. And for some reason, my eyes would glaze over when food started talking about inflation and, 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 and you know, stagflation and elasticity. And you know what I'm saying? Like reading these charts and like I would just I would glaze over because I was like, dog, I just don't get it. So I'm going to teach you the way that I taught myself. If you want to understand economics, we just going to think of it as two things. The ice cream truck or baseball cards. Now, y'all know dollars are made. They made up. They they are worth whatever we say they worth. It's no, no magic to it. Ain't no formula. They worth whatever we say they worth. How much a dollar costs is how much it costs to print it and what it can get for you. And if there's more of them, they worth less. That's your baseball card. That's your comic book, your Pokemon card. You call whatever you want. If it's too many of them, then they not rare. And they not worth that much. The ones that are worth a lot are the ones you can't get your hands on. That's why they cost a lot. So if there's not a lot in circulation, then that means it's worth a lot. If it's too much in circulation, that means it ain't worth nothing. That's why the feds be trying to regulate how many dollars are in circulation. Now, inflation work like this. Your mama give you $20 for the allowance, right? You lucky. My mama ain't give me no $20 for no allowance. But you go to the ice cream truck and you say, I got $5. What can $5 get me? Well, what if tomorrow what $5 can get you is half of what it could get you today? And it's not just the one candy you like. It's just everything on the truck costs more. That means that dollar can't get you what it used to be able to get you. That's called inflation. The question is, why? How you just going to wake up in the morning and charge more? I mean, does it cost you more? A lot of times it's that. Sometimes it's not that. Sometimes it's because we know you'll buy it. At whatever price we tell you. And we're going to get to the answers of all that. Ultimately trying to understand what's happening with these gas prices everybody talking about. But we got the latest thing that it's just like the stuff just don't sit in a vacuum. Like you got to understand how all this stuff work and who actually responsible. Y'all could blame the president. But like, I mean, he only got a sprinkle sprinkles of blood on his hand. You know what I'm saying? Any president. It ain't never been. One president's fault. But again, I'm getting ahead of myself. But let's get back to this uh, this comparison with, with, with your mama and the ice cream truck. You know, so if you go back to your mama and you like, yo, $20 ain't cutting it. I'm not being able to like 
cover what I used to be able to cover for $20. Your mama is like, you better make that work. See, look, I come from the generation, the, the you better make that work generation. Your mama send you to the store with some money. And you like, mine, this ain't enough to get what I need, get what you asking for. She like, you better make it enough <laughs> and bring me back my change. Listen, your mama get, listen, if you lucky enough to get some, uh, to get an allowance and she like, look, you got to make that work. And you like, mine, lunch costs more than this now. Like the snacks cost the bus, it costs more than this. She like, you better make it work. That's living wages. That's why we always mad about minimum wage and cost of living. It's like, yo, you not paying me more, even though it costs more to be here. That's how that work. Your mom out here talking to you like like she think you just out here balling out. You know what I'm saying? You going to the lunch, you going to the lunch line, you buying all kind of treats, all the snacks, all the cookies. And on Tuesday, you out of money. You like, no, I'm trying to tell you the the stuff costs more. I don't know what happened. It just costs more. So your allowance is your living wages and the cost of living is how much lunch costs in the bus and everything. You got people out here saying, well, you know, if you guys weren't just buying so much avocado toast, you could probably make it's like, nah, fam, you really think it's that simple? You really think it's that simple? No, it's <laughs> it's minimum or, or average wages for a job versus the cost of living it's called inflation the dollar don't get me you now one would say well you know i mean everything costs more but people are making more you know if it's like well gas was 99 cents in the 70s but you also made enough to do that no that that would mean that the cost of living and wages were growing at the same rate they just not so that dollar can't get you what it used to be able to get you. It's not so much that like things just cost more. It's the dollar doesn't get you what it used to get you. That's inflation. Now we got these pieces on the board and at the end, I'm gonna give you some actual numbers and percentages. So now that you get the metaphor, let me cut it clean for you. It's definition. So what is inflation? I'm, I'm quoting from the state policy network, uh, org. It's a uh, just some information stuff. I mean, this stuff is easily Googleable, but like sometimes the terms don't even help you. So like I said, I, I failed economics. I knew all these terms, but I ain't really get it. So here we go. Inflation is an economic term to describe the situation where the prices rise in the economy. It means goods and services are becoming more expensive and your monthly paycheck won't buy as much as it previously did. Or in other words, when everything gets more expensive. Now, as the question for why, I mean, this is why an economist is an actual job, because it's complicated and everybody don't agree as to why this happens. But for the sake of our discussion, I'm going to try to make it as rudimentary as possible. And again, you know, it's probably economists that listen to this that are going to be like, now nah, prop. It ain't that simple or now I don't agree with this dude because I think I may have said this before and was really made clear when my wife got her Ph.D. that even knowledge has to be agreed on. She had a saying in her um, Ph.D. program that was like he or she who has funding is right. So if you could get your research funded and it make it into the books, then you write. He who got funding is right. So many people may disagree on this, but there's this OG economist. His name was Milton Friedman. And again. Everybody don't like him. I ain't gonna hold you. He a Ronald Reagan, Margaret Thatcher type dude. You know what I'm saying? So he be pretty conservative. 
So consider that as I'm saying what I'm saying, but he's one way to do it. And his argument is saying it's pretty simple. It's inflation happens because the money supply grows more rapidly than the goods and services produced. Because remember, we make money like physically, literally it's made. We're not on a gold standard no more. They they pieces of their cotton pictures of dead men. This what they are. He says inflation itself is a monetary phenomenon because if there's a finite amount of stuff, that's why a lot of people get excited about crypto because it's like there's only so many and you could predict that because there's only so many in circulation. You can't just like pump money into the system because it's got to be a thing. When we was on a gold standard, a dollar meant this many ounces of gold and there was only so many ounces of gold. So you could predict what was going on in the world and how much there was and how much it was going to be worth. Because there was only so much to go around, right? That was the idea. But if if it's just what we agree on, then as he says, it's always and everywhere a result of too much money for a more rapid increase in the quantity of money than an output. Moreover, in the modern era, the important next step is to recognize that today governments control the quantity of money. So that as a result, inflation in the United States is made in Washington and nowhere else. So he arguing inflation is a self-inflicted wound. It's the, the government just you keep printing money. So you need to stay out of the market. Now you get into people talking about like free market economies, you know what I'm saying? Or, or Keynesian or whatever, like these other theories that we ain't got time to get into. But what he's saying is like inflation happens when you just printing money all willy nilly and we ain't got the product to push it. Like you creating this problem. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut... 
Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. I used to wonder about like national debt when you just like, yeah, this we're we're four trillion dollars in debt. And it's like, that's not a real number. Like, you're never gonna pay that back. There's there isn't four trillion dollars. There it don't there isn't, but then I used to think, okay, well just well, if it don't mean nothing, just print a bill that says four trillion and then give it to them. Right. <laughs> but that's not it just the whole thing collapses if you do that, because again. If you can just write it on a piece of paper, then it's not worth nothing. So depending on who you ask, what's the role of the government? The role of the government is to either A, make sure that this delicate balance of uh, quantity, services and dollars stay even or their job is shut their mouth, stay out of it, make sure nobody break no laws. If there's too much, again, like I said earlier, if there's too much in circulation, then that means it don't mean nothing. If there's not enough in circulation, then everybody can't get to it. So you have to keep this like this balance. You follow me now when you hear things about inflation and how you control that inflation. Then you hear stuff about interest rates. You ever heard somebody talk about interest rates on the news? Well, interest rates are low. So, you know, you better go buy a house. You know what I'm saying? Do you know what interest is? I mean, I don't know if you know what interest is, but basically it's this. I'm going to charge you to borrow money from me. Let's go back to the ice cream truck. You go out there to the ice cream truck. You and your homies out there, you got your little $5. And the ice cream dude say, yo, uh, this going to cost you $10. So you look to your brother, your sister, you're like, yo, let me let me get five bucks. And it was like, OK, I'll, I'll, I'll give you $5, but it's going to cost you $2. What does that mean? That means you need to pay me $2 for letting you borrow my $5. So I want my $5 back plus $2. That, my friend, is interest. The $2 on top of that is interest. So rather than just saying a flat number, what you have is percentages or rates. However much you borrowed, I want you to pay me back what you borrowed plus a percentage of that. So if I borrowed $100 at 2% interest, then what do I owe you? 2% 2% of 100, $2. That's, that's nothing. 2% interest, that's great. What about 5% interest? Oh, I borrowed $100, I owe you $5 on top of the 100 after I pay you back. Okay, that's cool. That's $5. That's 100, so I owe you 105. No. Well, you'd owe me 105 if you paid me the whole $100. But y'all on payment plans. Nah, they tell you it's cool. Yo, low interest rate, you just, you know, you paid you know, monthly bills, just break it down, pay what you can and you keep and you keep it pushing. 
But every year you don't pay the principal off. This called compound interest. Principal meaning the whole hundred dollars. I get to tack another percentage on what you originally bought. Now what you got left, what you originally borrowed. You mess around paying $20 a month. And at the end of five months, you still owe $50. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. I just, pay- how do I still have debt? Well, it's compound interest. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't, you ain't pay it off in time. So I get to charge another year of interest rates on top of what you already paid. Cause I'm charging you for the whole amount, not what you got left. Y'all, y'all, y'all following me? How, how, this is what we talk crippling debt. It's because you never, you can never, you're never going to pay it back because you're paying more than you, if you borrowed. So at the end of this, I mean, if the numbers pay back, you didn't paid back five, $500 of a hundred dollars. Now, of course I'm pulling these numbers. Like this is a horrible deal. If you were in it, you know what I'm saying? But that's, this is, this is an overview. Like I said, it's economists that are going to be like prop. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. This is why we say, hey, listen, don't be paying the minimums because the credit card or a debtor will be like, look, hey, just pay me. Just 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 put something on it. You got five on it. Just just put a little bit on it. It's cool. Well, they charging you interest every time. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's so good about getting out of debt because you're going to be in debt forever. Look, let me give you a hood hood scenario. Sometimes this happens with just like clout. Like you turn the wrong corner, somebody be like, hey, hey, who know blood? Who you know over here? And you like, oh man, nah, I, I owe, I know, uh, I know little tiny, baby Duloc. Like that's the homie. Call him right now. Then you call baby Duloc and Duloc, yeah, like, nah, he cool. Yeah, that, that dude cool. You gonna owe Duloc for a long time. You'll never be able to pay that back. If you like, hey, uh, Yo, man, you know, whenever you need a favor, I got you. And he's like, yo, can you get me into, I'm a rapper. So it's like, yo, can you get me into this concert? Oh, yeah, I got you. We even, that nigga gonna call next week. Hey, can you get me into this? I'm like, nigga, like, I, okay, he gonna call you again. Like, hey, homie, can you get me into this? You gonna owe that nigga for the rest of your life. So be careful borrowing your, his name. So what's the solution? Don't spend money you ain't got, right? I can't spend money I don't have. That's how you stay out of debt. But like we know, not that simple. So what? So yeah, the, 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 what a dollar can get me raises over time. So, okay, make more money, right? It, it doesn't, it, I mean, it seems that simple. Well, let me introduce you to the CPI inflation calculator. CPI, what that means is consumer price index. And what we're saying is like the stuff that you just normally need, the like the unavoidable stuff. You got to buy food, got to buy eggs. You ain't got to go to like, you know what I'm saying? You got to Postmates your, uh, you know, your, your Instacart your stuff. But you still got, I mean, of course, you're going to, there's an upcharge for that. But that's a luxury. You ain't got to do that. You know what I'm saying? It was a luxury for some people. You got to. You got to pay your light bill, got to pay electric bill. You got to, you got to, you got to pay your gas bill. You got, you know, you got to pay rent. And you also got to put gas in your car, which is where this whole discussion is going to end at. Right. Uh, So consumer price index. Right. That's what that is. What does the normal consumer pay for normal things? And a way to kind of understand this, if you look at the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, here's some data tools. It's, it's, It's actually it's pretty crazy to like look at over time. How inflation has changed us. So I punched in 
$20 in March of 1992 can buy you the same thing as $40.73 could get you in 2022 this month. You following me? What $20 could get you then, $40 could get you now. So it's doubled, right? Which would be fine if wage prices also doubled since then. Then it would just be a wash. At has has wages risen? Well, let well how much have wages? So here's a way to get your brain around it. Think of it as like rent versus income, meaning average income versus average rent. What percentage of your income goes to rent? will help you understand a way of saying like cost of living. So if the price of stuff is going up at the same rate as wages are, as what I'm making, then this is a dumb discussion to have. But did it grow at the same rate? So the ratio is rent to income, right? So here's some numbers. So if we say, Somebody makes $984 per week or like a $49,200 annual salary like before taxes. That's the medium wage uh, among like full-time workers nationwide. Okay, this is is, uh, 2021. Average renter pays 28%, 28.39% of their income or rent. Among female wage earners, the average rent is 30.5 of their individual rent income because, again, wealth gaps. I'm telling you, man, this stuff show up everywhere, right? In 2012, it was 22.85% was the average rent and the percentage, average rent as percentage of their house, of their income. That's a 24.25 increase in the rate of rent to income in eight years, an annual growth of So there's a lot of numbers. I'm going to make it easier for you in a second. So the value of the average wage increased at the rate of 3.44%. So let me say it as clear as possible. Do all the math you want to do it. But, you know, math is weird. I get it. Listen, rent prices increased 12.5% faster than wages. So rent's going up higher than your wages. That's how inflation works. So if you to go, again, rent inflation, wage inflation, how much can your dollar give you, right? So in 2007, rent was going up uh, 4.26% and then wage was going up 4.5%. In 2008, rent was going up 3.6% while wage was going up 2%. In 2009, follow me. Rent was going up 2.28%. You know what wage was going up? It wasn't. It was going down. Negative 1.51%. Our our wages went down. What happened in 2009? Housing crash. Recession. Like, (laughs) the rent going up while we making less. It ain't no avocado toast. What happened in 2020? Rent went up 3.2%. Wage, 2.8%. So what I'm saying is the rent going up faster than our wages. You talking about we spending money on avocados? No, what we saying is the dollar ain't worth the same. It costs more to live. 
I guess you could go back to school and get a get a better job. Okay, cool. Well then, yeah, borrow another $80,000 that you'll pay for the rest of your life. Anyway, I'm not here to complain. I'm just trying to under, help you understand how this works. Now, let me get back to like how inflation and stuff like kind of kind of does things. So if you lower the interest rates, then what that means is people going to spend more money on houses. But that means we're going to buy up all the houses. It ain't going to be enough of them, which means that raises the price. Does that make sense? So the cost of houses are going to change. And then they're going to say, man, they, these people buying up these houses, you know, we better raise these interest rates, right? Because now the money, so they trying to keep the money balanced, air quotes, in, 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 in the system to make sure that the dollar keep meaning something. What does this have to do with why Californians are paying $6 for gas? You heard me, $6 for gas. Let's get into it. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Y'all remember in the dark night when Heath Ledger was Joker and he said when he met with all the goons... Hey, if you good at something, never do it for free. 
he's setting up a principle here. Him being good at something is, for the sake of our times, is a commodity. And I'm not finna just give you this commodity because I'm the only one you could get it from. So I get to set the price however I want to set it because you need it. And if I could control how many of it and how much of it is on the streets, then 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 I could charge whatever I want. Enter the idea of the oil industry, the energy industry. Why are these dudes all clicked up together if they all trying to sell the same product? It's exactly what I'm telling you, because we get to tell you what the hell we going you going to pay us for it because you can't get it nowhere else. Why do they have a vested interest and in make sure y'all not buying wind? Because wind is free. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to build the infrastructure for it, of course. But the, the, the wind is free. I can set these prices because it's simple law of supply and demand. If you could control, just like the dollar, the amount, just like your Pokemon card. If I can control the amount of them that are in the streets then I could control how much you going to pay for. It would make sense for everybody that owns any of this energy to make sure we all on the same page. Because if you start charging less, you mess up it for everybody. We're going to have to make sure we got some folks on the inside that is making the laws to make sure that this money train works. And I got enough money to make sure you lawmakers ain't finna mess up my bag. But like I said, with the Pokemon card, that can only go so far. There's a term called elasticity, which means at some point you're going to hit a place where this is so high that we're not going to we're not going to buy this no more. Or we're going to figure out other ways to do it. Now we're getting into the culture war debate about like, well, you know, we got oil in America. It's sitting right up under right up under the Alaskan ice. It's sitting right up, right off our coast. It's right off the Gulf Coast. But the problem is to get to that, you kind of got to kill Earth to get it. And we like, yo, is that juice worth the squeeze? Is it really worth the squeeze to just like destroy the ground at the ground we all live on to get some stuff that we actually need? Well, the question is how much a dollar costs? And then the next question is, is that going to make it any cheaper? Is it if these people already know we willing to pay this much? I mean, if you just come down one dollar. Then it's going to seem cheaper. Maybe. I mean, you you trusting them to be some economic purists. I don't. I don't think it's going to change the price very much because they just going to tap a all American, you know, stick on it. Just it's oil. Listen, it's oil rigs in Long Beach. It's oil rigs in, in Texas. And yo, here's an interesting thing. Why I, I hear recently a lot of Latinos are actually switching to these Republicans because look at a lot of migrant Latinos. Uh, they work in the oil field. They work out here. And we the ones and we, you know, Democrats talking all this like clean energy stuff. So we finna lose their job. They finna lose their jobs. And they like, listen, everybody racist. That's that, that's they stay that look look both of y'all racist Democrat neither one of y'all like y'all just the Democrats just talk nicer and when you talk about us all you talk about is immigration I'm like that's like issue number five you know what I'm saying so like look 
they look low key. You know they kind of they 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 them them the Latinos is like the Republicans is gaining some Latino some Latino ground because it's like nigga, you talking job. I already know y'all racist. Both of y'all racist. You be saying the quiet thing out loud. But so what you got for me? Well, we got these jobs, Vato. Like you know what I said, let's go, compa. How much is it worth it? Can gas be eight dollars? Which 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 where's your price? Y'all just saw our president get on the stage and he say, "Hey, listen, listen. Effective immediately, we're gonna ban Russian oil import because we at war with Russia." Now, let me ask you this. How smart is it to buy something that you need from somebody that's your enemy? Does that sound smart to you? Well, we've been doing it for decades because we've been using Middle Eastern oil. And and there's 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 some weird kind of things going on here. This stuff is complicated when you get into the geopolitics of it, because it's like, why am I buy oil from Afghanistan if I'm at war with Afghanistan? That don't make no sense to me. Right. But it's because, well, y'all can destroy y'all land. I'm not going to destroy mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, if you done cleaned your kitchen, you understand what I'm saying? You done already cleaned your kitchen. Are you going to cook for dinner or are you going to buy something out? Because I'm not trying to wash all these dishes again. Right. So you like go and destroy your land. You feel me? We'll just buy it from you. But some people on the right is like, that don't make no damn sense. We got it over here. We could get some of that good, some of that good money. You know what I'm saying? So they looking at everybody going, OK, how much is it worth? How much is it worth it? How, 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 what's the price? What's your breaking point? How much the oil prices got to be before you stop worrying about uh, sequoia trees and breathable air and national parks and an entire globe that's like livable? What's the, like what's the, what's the price? How high does gas got to get before you stop realizing that? Look, we just gonna have to pay it. So does the president control the prices? Well, no. The industry control the prices. The question is, what does he control? But only specifically for America. So if the president say, hey, listen, we not using that oil. We shutting off this pipeline. We doing this. Then the industry gets to go. OK, cool. So you you cutting off your other sources. All right, dope. This is what we charging. Oh, look, now I get hella murky because, listen, you put a sanction on Russian oil. Let's just say you make this like a, a international NATO sanction on Russian oil. Somebody going to make some money. Because you don't cut them off. So now look it, look it. Peep this. Peep this. We make money off this war. Cause you still got to buy oil. And if you telling me you're not going to buy. Right, oh, man. Now, look, somebody finna get bread off this war. It get, get, it get crazy, don't it? You in a you in a horrible situation. You want to keep the prices down? Go ahead and buy from Russia. You buying from Russia. You supporting their war. It, I mean, it's crazy, ain't it? You mean to tell me you ain't never had to play nice to to play the long game? Somebody, you know, crazy, but like I don't know what to say. Like, I need them. Yeah, like I, or or do you need them? What's the price? And it's not like the president buying that oil. Your gas station buying that oil. You feel me? And he like, look, that's just how much it costs. You went to the ice cream truck and your drumstick that was a dollar yesterday. If, if, if the ice cream industry truck truck industry was like, hey, we not buying from anybody from Colorado. Then the rest of the states go, oh, word. OK, well, we get to raise our price, though, because you actually need these drumsticks and you gonna sell them. Like what, what, what y'all going to do? And now you like got dog, man. OK, so now the ice cream two dollars. So you like, hey, mom and mom like I ain't paying you. Listen, you got this. How much your money is? You got to make it worth. So do you 
So I guess you got to make sacrifices. You got to do other things. You got to get you a scooter. I don't know. You're going to start mowing the lawn and make some extra money, wash some cars. Or you could do what some other people have argued to continue this metaphor. Switch to frozen yogurt. (laughs) Well, what if we don't use oil? Enter electric cars. Enter clean energy. Enter this. We like, well, yo, well, if we just stop doing that, then well, now you messed up another part of the economy because there's millions and millions of people that got jobs. So now you're going to put all these people out of business, which is also going to mess up inflation because now there's more people in the job market. And if there's more people, if there's more people that need jobs, than there are jobs that exist. Then guess what? Our unemployment rates rise. It's, It's a crazy balance, right? There's a lot of different like it's super cool now like back which is way better than when i was trying to learn all this stuff where there's just like dope websites that can like give you pretty simple breakdowns of a lot of these things that makes it a lot more easier than the way i i I went through learning all this stuff so here we go it just bottom line i'm gonna break these things down for you okay look again like we said gas prices are long are basically supply and demand and then gasoline prices cover the cost of like why it says six dollars a pump what does that cover six dollars a gallon that's covering acquiring the crude oil refining it distributing it right and additional federal taxes because everybody gotta get their cut usually if it's reasonable as related to inflation cost of living wages nobody really notices it because it's a necessary evil like you still got to get around It only becomes noticeable when it get too high. And what's crazy, if you're an oil exec, is don't nobody get mad at you. Everybody get mad at the president, (laughs) which is a great setup if, if if you them, right? Now, let's dive into it. So remember that that. Gasoline don't come out the earth as gasoline. Oil don't come out there. It comes out as crude oil, right? And it's a raw commodity. And getting it out the ground is the biggest like percentage of our cost. That's why oil men make so much. Well, that and it's freakishly dangerous. So if you look at like according to again, I'm quoting I'm quoting Investopedia. According to the U.S. Energy Information Administration, the price of crude oil accounted for 56 percent of the price of gasoline in the decade through 2020 on average. But that average conceals wide fluctuations in 2020 when crude prices down sharply during COVID. Crude just accounted for just 43% of gas prices because you remember when COVID started, nobody was going nowhere. So we wasn't buying it. Now, if you know how, again, selling something work, if it's just, if it's just sitting in the warehouse it ain't doing nothing but getting rotted. So you trying to off it, right? What's up with these like end of the year sales? You just trying to off your stuff. So that means you got to lower the price. And if you lower in the price, that means you not getting a return on your investment. So you hoping that you could just off as much as you can with hopes that that mug will rebound a little later and you make your more money. You feel me? I don't know if y'all remember in 2020 in the pandemic, there was a moment when crude oil prices, the price of a barrel got to negative where it was negative a dollar. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a weird mathematical thing, but that's what I'm trying to say. The demand was so low. So it's like, dang, we can't even give this stuff away. Don't nobody want it. Whoa. Now, did that mean that the president went up there and with his harsh negotiation and said, you're going to give us oil? No, that's not. No, (laughs) not how it works. Now, crude oil, I'm going to give you another metaphor. In a lot of ways, is like coffee. Now, stay with me now. 
Why when you go to specialty, you know, snobbity coffee shop that that coffee cup is six dollars a cup, whereas you could just go to Circle K, 7-Eleven, Piggly Wiggly, you know, wigwams, I don't know, and get you a one dollar cup of coffee. Well, one tastes horrible and the other one tastes amazing. If you know what you tasting. Why? It's because all coffee beans ain't created equal. The process of getting them to that shelf ain't created equal. That's why that hoity-toity spot is called specialty coffee. It's the top 20% of the crop that get to go there for it to be called specialty. Everybody else, that little Folgers, you know what I'm saying? That, that I mean, I'm, I'm throwing shade at Folgers, you know what I'm saying? But that stuff, why it tastes awful is because it's a lower grade bean. And in the process of getting that thing roasted and grinded and stuff like that, like, yo, it's not it's not as good. But you can still sell it because plenty of people drink it. Look, this is an easy one. Cocaine and crack. Cocaine costs more because it's pure. I mean, it's easy, right? That little dirt weed that you done bought from your uncle. Like why it was only two dollars. It's because it's nasty. It's got oregano in it. You know what I'm saying? But that good, that good, good, that Cali Kush is going to cost you something because it's better. Like, right? I mean, it's this easy. Crude oil. There's a quality of crude oil. If you want good crude oil, that's good to make gas. You got to pay for the best stuff. Secondly, refining it. Like I said, the process of making crude oil at a high grade into gas, it costs a lot. You got to pay them people. And then next, you got to do distributing marketing. Now, once the crude oil is refined into gasoline, it got to get shipped in storage tanks and eventually make it to those gas stations. And them stations require staff, maintenance, distribution, marketing. And that accounts for like 14% of the U.S. retail price in gas in the decades of 2020 on average, right? They got to make their money too. And then finally, the tax man. Here's where it get gangster. State and local taxes account for 16% of that retail gas price. Now, this is where you could start getting your pitchforks together. Because I ain't set the price, but I set the percentage. Now, it's not just the president. It's state taxes, too. Everybody got to make their money. If you can think of it like this, what the president gets to do is figure out which supplier he going to use. The supplier gets to tell you how much this stuff costs. And then after you buy and how to and how that supplier tells you how much each of these things cost. They calculate and they cost to get it out the ground, to process it. And then once we sell you that barrel, now the company that bought the barrel, they got to tell you how much it costs for them to get that crude, get that gas in a truck to the station in the pumps. And then that company got to pay the state and the federal. And they saying, okay, you got to get your cut. It cost me this much. I'm going to sell it at this. You want this percentage per gallon of what I sell. So then they say, okay, who paying for all that? Nigga, us. We. But this one you say, prop, it's the same amount of work to get the oil out of the. Th- why, then why is the price changing? It's the same amount of work to get the oil out the thing, through the thing. It's like, what's the change? Inflation, baby. Ah, it's inflation. Look, I can't control them. You know what I'm saying? How much a dollar costs? That's inflation, baby. And what we say before, inflation made up. And if inflation's shooting up faster than your your rent or your income, oh, baby, like that. Man, that's y'all's problem. We just look. Inflation went up, so now I got to pay my workers more. That's what y'all said. Cost of living, right? Oh, baby, you got all these environmental laws. They just cost me more to make sure I'm taking care of the earth. That's what y'all said. 
Maybe you ain't have all those laws. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we could get this gas a little cheaper. Pimping ain't easy. And then that's where your price come. So you see how crazy that is? They mess around and tell you it's your fault. It's your fault these prices are this. Don't blame us. Blame your president. Blame your laws. The only problem is this is an international commodity. So it ain't just inflation. It ain't just the president. It ain't just the oil industry. It's capitalism. It's the whole system. You, it, it's, it's the whole thing. So when you feel in the pain at the pump, you got to understand economy. It's all of it. So what are some of our solutions? Well, like I said, you can go get a better job or we can start lobbying for higher wages for workers. We can start talking about clean energy, not needing these things. We can start talking about these tax rates and try to understand like, hey, homie, like, why are you charging this much? And then there's us as consumers. You remember Beanie Babies? I know, right? Because we stopped caring. They used to cost a lot. They used to be collector's items. Maybe there's a few niche places that you can get them for a high prices, but we generally don't care no more. You know how you make a price go down? Stop needing it. What I tell you about uh, uh, the price of crude oil during COVID season, during them lockdowns when nobody was driving. Or they was like, oh, man, President Trump got the gas right. President Trump ain't do nothing. Nobody was buying it because nobody needed it. They needed to off they weight. I mean, it's pretty simple. You go to the ice cream truck. All of a sudden, some go down with them drumsticks. Don't nobody like them no more. So you charging two dollars for them drumsticks going to be dumb because all they're going to do is sit on the bottom of your freezer because nobody buying them. Guess what? I bet you them things go down to 50 cents. You feel me? Okay, am I being a hypocrite? Absolutely. Because guess what? I still got to pick up my child today. I still got to fill my gas tank. I'm just saying, if I'm going to shake my fist at something, it ain't the damn president. He ain't but one piece of this. If if anybody I'm going to be mad at, it's the industry itself. But the industry said something very simple. The same thing the Joker said. If you're good at something, don't do it for free. You mad at me, but you still buying it. You still swipe your card. Question we got to ask ourselves is when is it too much? Neighborhood pimps looking at the judge like, yo, you could put me in jail. You could put my hoes in jail, but I know your face. You bought one of mine yesterday. I'm only in business because you buying. If you stop buying, I stop selling. It's pimping, pimping. What's up with these electric cars? You know what I'm saying? And y'all acting like airplanes don't run on fuel either. That's gas too. They, I mean, they buying gas. We going to stop flying as a nation? I, look, I don't know. It's pimping. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying if you going to shake your fist, shake your fist at gestures wildly, the whole thing. Because at the end of the day, this the price of participation. Come on, player. Hood politics. Yeah, this here thing was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This mug was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored 
by Matt Osowski. I can totally say his name, guys. It was it was a shtick. He's going by Matt now again because he got into some legal situations with the name Headlights. Y'all know Common used to be called Common Sense. Y'all know Tip. T.I. was Tip. Sometimes it happens. Executive produced by the one and only Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media and the theme music by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. So y'all just remember, listen, every time you check in, if you understand city living, you understand politics. We'll see y'all next week. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.